Alrighty, good evening ladies and gentlemen, how have you been? And well, this is your host A and I welcome you to another episode of A Talks Mics. Well, this episode was uh, not going to be recorded, it's a very interesting story. Once when I was on an audio forum that I was a part of, uh, sadly I'm not there anymore. But there used to be times when, you know, people used to ask about microphones, viable microphones, cheap microphones. And I used to recommend this particular microphone a lot to a lot of people. And one day, one of my friends, when I was discussing, you know, with my friends, my podcast tribe, they told me that, you know, you keep recommending this microphone, but do you even know if it's any good? So I told them, yeah, I know that it's a great microphone because I've heard a lot of people on it. But my friend was insistent. He told me that, no, have you heard yourself on it? Because until you have used something yourself, you can't tell people if it's good or not. Well, I took that pretty seriously. That, uh, that sentence stayed with me. And I don't want to cheat people. So what I did was I uh, immediately ordered this microphone. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today you're listening to me on the Samsung Q2U microphone. This is the microphone which is highly recommended for beginner podcasters and streamers and all sorts of people who are just looking to start out in the world of talking, in the world of speaking, in the world of recording, in the world of microphones, basically. Before that, let me tell you that before this microphone, I tried the Audio-Technica ATR2100X as the USB microphone. I will be including a comparison with that particular microphone in just a while so you can hear it for yourself if there are any differences that you can hear on my voice because you know everybody's voice is different everybody has a different sound signature everybody has a different tonality so here is the Samsung Q2U I am three inches away from the microphone with the microphone being pointed at the corner of my mouth the microphone comes with a cardioid polar pattern and there are no other polar patterns or polar pattern change switches on the microphone. The microphone does come with an on and off switch. It has two more switches to it, which are the volume up and volume down switches that don't work as a gain control switches, but they work as headphone output level control switches. So here is all about the Samsung Q2U and I'm using it in USB mode right now. So I've connected the microphone via USB to my laptop. I'm recording into Adobe Audition, as always. And this is how the Q2U has been sounding all this while. As always, I'm not using any pop filters, any windscreens, all kinds of that stuff that avoids pops and plosives. It's just me and my microphone technique that's doing the job for me. So here is the Samsung Q2U via USB mode. Alright, so one thing that is really interesting about these category, this category of microphones is that these are hybrid microphones. When I say hybrid microphones, I mean that these microphones contain two types of connections, like two types of input connections. One is the USB input connection, which is very useful for people who are just starting out and beginning and, you know, who don't want to invest in equipment and other kind of stuff. And the other one is a more professional kind of a connection, a more professional input. It's called the, the XLR input. Now, hybrid microphones in themselves are quite a work of engineering, I would say, because they have had these two connection options which can give you a good upgrade path. Like today you are just starting out and you know you don't know much stuff about audio and recording and everything else. But someday, when you join communities and you're part of forums or you're part of podcasting clubs or you're part of, you just have like bad friends 
who tell you more about gear. Please be very wary of these people. Let me tell you, they will induce you to buy more gear. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just don't, don't worry about it. They are good people who are trying to guide you, right? So when you know more about gear and you know that the better connection is an XLR connection because then you have access to better preamps, like I'm using right now. So currently you're listening to me on the Samsung Q2U via XLR connection and I'm connected to my Audient Evo 4. Channel number 2, by the way, my gain is set at just around 80% and I'm getting fine levels. I'm, I can see I'm hitting easily minus 15, minus 14 maybe. Not minus 12 exactly, minus 15, minus 14, which is alright because I'm anyways going to loudness normalize these recordings when it's going to be processed. So here is the Samsung Q2U. Again, no windscreens, no pop filters, nothing. Just me and my microphone technique trying to avoid some plosives. And this is how the microphone is sounding. Same distance, 3 inches away from the microphone. And this is how the microphone is going to sound. Now in the next segment, I'm going to put up a clip where I will process this microphone. So you can hear how this microphone would sound with my usual processing. One thing, ladies and gentlemen, that I want to share with all of you before I jump to the next section is that when I'm listening back to this microphone in my headphones, which is the DT770 Pro 80 ohm headphones, by the way, I do hear more of a dark, bassy kind of a tone coming from this microphone, which was not the case with the Audio-Technica ATR2100. It was more of a shiny, crispy, you know, on the clearer side of things, on the shinier side of things, on the crunchier, brighter side of things, which probably I'm, I'm not a big fan of that kind of a crunchy sound, but it is what it is. And the Audio-Technica ATR2100 has served me really well. It has served me for three years now, and it has been my go-to mic for podcasting. I mean, you know, I have so many memories with that microphone. And I just literally started my podcasting journey with that microphone. So just in a while, first you'll hear the post-processing test. I'll put up a clip which will be post-processed. And then what you'll hear is a comparison of the Samsung Q2U with the Audio-Technica ATR2100 microphone. Alright, now what you're listening to is a post-processed version of the Samsung Q2U. Nothing has changed. I'm still using the XLR connection, by the way. I'm connected to my Audient Evo 4. Channel number 2. Gain set at around 80%. And this is how the microphone is sounding with some usual processing on it, like my DSR and EQ and compression and everything. But I do have some other kind of plugins that I use on my podcast. So I have used some fancy compressors here, like not very fancy, some two-way compression, some other stuff to make it sound better. That's what I usually do. But I threw them all here because I just wanted to test out how this microphone's tonality changes, how the sound signature changes. But not to forget that this microphone was sounding absolutely fantastic without any kind of processing on it. And I was very happy with the results. So here is the Samsung Q2U for you guys in processed mode. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now you're listening to me on my very trusted, my very trusty microphone that I can trust vouch anytime and I can use it anytime to get that podcast ready voice that I call it. And currently you're listening to me on the Audio-Technica ATR2100 microphone. By the way, this is important to know that all this while the entire episode will only be loudness normalized for you except that one section where I'll be post-processing these microphones. So here is the Audio-Technica ATR2100. It's completely raw, completely unprocessed, straight out of the bat. This is how the microphone is sounding. Again, connected to my Audient Evo 4 channel number, 
one this time, gains at around 75%. Yeah, the Q2 used slightly more gain to hit minus 12, but from my mouth, that was three inches away from my mouth. And this is how the 2100 is sounding. Should I include a post-processing test on the 2100 as well? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a post-processing test on the Audio-Technica ATR2100. I have been hand-holding both of these microphones all this while. No stands, no boom arms, nothing, nothing fancy. Just a simple hand-holding these microphones because these are handheld microphones. So here is the Audio-Technica ATR2100. Raw. After that, you'll be hearing to the Audio-Technica ATR2100 post-processed. And then after that, you'll be hearing Audio-Technica ATR2100 Wow, I've said that like a thousand times now. Let's call it 2100. Let's keep it simple, all right? So then you'll be hearing the 2100 on the USB mode. So here is a comparison. And uh, again, this is worth mentioning. Why did I only include one microphone in today's comparison? I could have thrown like, like 10 other microphones, but no. The thing is, let's be relevant. The Q2U is the closest competitor to the Q2U is the 2100 that I have. Other microphones are obviously XLR and they have a different sound signature to offer. Like I could have thrown a 58, I could have thrown a 57, Beta 58, V7, whatever. I could have thrown a lot of microphones, but no. Let's listen to these two microphones because these are the two microphones that are pitched against one another a lot of times. And a lot of people tell me that, hey, this is better. No, that is better. That is, be that is not better. This is better. So on and so forth. So you are hearing both of them in today's episode and you will be the better judges for yourself. 2100, ladies and gentlemen, unprocessed XLR. Right, so now for the post-processing test. This is the Audio-Technica ATR2100, ladies and gentlemen. I'm still connected to my Audio TV 4 Channel number one, gain at 75%. 76, I mean, you know, it's very difficult to see the meters here on the, on the Evo 4, I think. They are good guides, but they can still be frivolous. So, whatever. 76% gain, probably. And I'm hitting around minus 12 very easily right now. Audio-Technica ATR2100 YXLR. I'm going to post-process this clip, throw my usual processing on it, the EQ, compression, de-essing, gating, noise removal, whatever I do, it'll be all in this clip. So here is the 2100 processed. And now let's listen to the 2100 YUSB. And then let's wrap it up. Alrighty, now is the time to test out the Audio-Technica ATR2100 microphone via USB. So this is how this microphone is sounding. And on USB, on XLR, people who hear very carefully, they will try, you know, they will probably find a little bit of difference between the tonality of the microphone on different types of connections. Like XLR, it would sound probably more cleaner. The noise floor would probably be lesser because better preamps are driving the microphone. By USB, you can have definitely very acceptable sound, very good sound, as I said. I've been using this microphone for the past three years. No complaints whatsoever. I don't have any complaints with the microphone. My audiences haven't had any complaints with the microphone. So it has been a great microphone. It has been a great journey. It doesn't mean that I'm going to retire this microphone or this microphone is not going to be used anymore. This microphone would be used as much as it was used before I had the cue to you. But one very interesting story that I would like to share with all of you guys is that um, when Samsung announced the Q9U, it was a long wait for around one year, one and a half, probably two years. In India, it was a bit longer. But when the Q Q9U came out, it was a disaster. It didn't have that kind of a crisp, nice tonality to it. It has a mid-boost button on it, but to me, I think it's still pretty useless. 
Am I closing my gates forever for the Q9U? No. Who knows, the next microphone might be the Q9U, but I'll try and avoid it as much as I can. So I thought that with the Q9U coming on the scene, I would probably retire the 2100, probably sell it off or something. Because someone from my immediate family told me that they would love to have this microphone. They've heard me on this microphone and they think that I sound great on this microphone. Well, thank you to them. If you're listening to this episode, probably you don't, but it's okay. So they they told me that, you know, they wanted this microphone and this microphone would be a great asset to them. So I had told them that, okay, I commit to you that if the Q9U is up to the mark and it can do whatever I'm thinking it can, I'll probably give you the 2100 as a gift. But the Q9U was such a big disappointment, the gift had to be cancelled. So the blame's on you, Samson, the blame's on you. But anyways, this has been the Audio-Technica ATR2100 microphone via USB. Again, this clip is not processed. This is raw, only loudness normalization for the purposes of your volume matching and level matching so that you don't have to turn up or turn down your volumes anytime you hear different clips. So here is the 2100 by USB. And uh, what do you say, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what do you think? Should we throw in a bunch of more microphones into this comparison? Because I know people who know me are going to tell me that how dare you just do two microphones. So ladies and gentlemen, I've decided to do two more. Let's listen to the next microphone. It'll be raw, unprocessed, absolutely untreated, except loudness normalization. I shall see you on the other side and let's jump to the next microphone. Okay, moving on, moving on, and what a surprise today. I have a microphone connected to the Audient Evo 4, channel number one this time. Gain is set at around 80%. And this microphone, ladies and gentlemen, is probably the savior of all people who are on a budget. You are currently listening to me on the Behringer XM8500 microphone. Well, this microphone has been in my mic locker since a very long time. This was probably the first dynamic XLR microphone that I purchased ever. Actually, this should be called the first only XLR microphone, you know, a microphone that has only an XLR connection. I had the 2100 before this, it had both connections. I still used it on USB a lot because I love the convenience factor of a USB. But when I was introduced to this microphone, I was absolutely blown away. And why was I blown away? Because um, you can already hear that this microphone has a kind of a warm touch to its tone, a warm tonality. It has the darkness, it has the, it has that, you know, it has that thing which attracts people like me who are worshippers of darkness to its sound signature. Yeah, people like me do exist and we like dark tones. So this has been the XM8500. Again, I'm hand-holding this microphone. Because for podcasting, I have handheld probably every microphone that I have. Let me tell you one thing. Uh, when I'm on podcasts as a guest, I handhold the Procaster sometimes. You would not believe me, but yeah, that's true. I handhold the Procaster and that's a fantastic microphone. I'm tempted, you know, as I'm taking all these names, the Procaster, the SM7B, the RE20, the, the ZDM1, I'm tempted to use all, this mi- all these microphones. I'm tempted to throw all of them in this comparison, but it's not worth it. Let's save it for another day. So here is the XM8500, ladies and gentlemen, and this is a microphone. It's excellent. You know, this is probably one microphone that people have purchased and they've, you know, just settled down with this microphone for their entire lives. But microphones are a different ballgame. As you move on buying more microphones, you just want more microphones. It's addictive and I probably need a rehab. So, well, okay, fine. No, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm doing just fine. So let's jump on to the next microphone. And what else should we include? Let me see what's lying around. 
what's easily accessible. Okay, I see that guy and I pick that guy because I always pick that guy. Behringer XM8500, ladies and gentlemen, let's go on to the next one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, how can somebody not use this microphone when this microphone is lying right in front of your eyes and you have like, my hands were itching to use this microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, you're currently listening to me and this recording is raw, by the way, there has been nothing. So you might hear some conch shells blowing in the background because it's evening here and people are worshipping. Good for them. It never worked for me, but you know, yeah, it's good for them. So ladies and gentlemen, coming back to topic, you're currently listening to me on my most favorite handheld dynamic microphone in the entire universe, the Shure SM58. This is the microphone that I really admire, really, really admire. And there's a reason for that. This microphone's tonality, this microphone's sound is one sound that I can like listen to for ages. I can go on speaking into this microphone and I can never get tired. So here is a comparison of some other microphones with the Q2U and the 2100. So you've heard the 8500, you've heard the SM58. Should we do a broadcast mic as well? Let's do a broadcast microphone, ladies and gentlemen. Let's include something. Let's throw in something that is really, really overkill because, you know, this podcast episode is now out of my hands. It's gone into the fantasy zone. So, fine, let's throw in another microphone in this comparison. Sure, SM58, ladies and gentlemen, this is how it sounds. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, now I have brought this microphone straight out of a radio station and probably this is not a very good comparison when compared to the Q2U or the 2100 or the XM8500 for that matter. They are like very good, cheap, nice budget sounding microphones, good sounding microphones. But ladies and gentlemen, currently you're listening to me on the Electrovoice RE20. And this is a microphone which I use a lot of times. It's like, it's like a, it was like a dream microphone for me because in India we don't easily get this microphone. Well, my RE20 is the RE20 Black. And again, I have not been using any pop filters or, you know, things to stop plosives and everything. It's just I'm using just my mouth to stop the plosives. So here is the RE20 in comparison to the Q2U. What a stupid person you are, eh? But anyways, I can't do anything about it. You know, when it comes to microphones and when I see all these microphones lying in front of me scattered, I can still see the Shure SM7B staring at me. Should I throw that as well? into this comparison, <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm losing it guys, I'm losing it. But this is the RE20, I'm three inches away from the microphone. No switch is engaged by the way, mind you, RE20 has a switch which gives you kind of a high pass filter. No switch is engaged, this is the RE20 raw. So here is the RE20 and this is how it's sounding. I'm still connected to my Audient Evo 4, channel number two this time, gain is set at around 85% and this is how the RE20 is sounding. Alright ladies and gentlemen, as I said earlier that this podcast is way beyond me now. You know, it's, 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 it's gone like really out of my hands. So I decided to throw in another microphone in this comparison. Ladies and gentlemen, you're now listening to me on my most favorite broadcast dynamic microphone of all times. This is the Shure SM7B that you're hearing right now. And I know this doesn't make sense, but probably it could help some people. So you have a microphone that starts $25, the Behringer XM8500, in this very comparison, in this very episode. And this is a microphone that costs $400. I purchased it for, never mind, it was very, very pricey in India. Very pricey. The RE20 goes up to $450. You have both of these microphones here. I am stopping myself to not include the Procaster in this one or the pod mic. No, I'm, I, I'm not going to do that. It's enough and we have to stop somewhere. 
So bear with me, please. Yeah, this is the SM7B, and uh, straight off the bat, what I would say about this microphone is that this microphone, the the ease of listening to this microphone is something else. It's on a different level altogether. The warmth in this microphone is phenomenal. The smoothness, the softness. And speaking of softness, I believe the SM27 is pretty soft microphone, but that is condenser, and today we are talking dynamics. So here is the SM7B. This is how it's sounding. I'm still connected to my Audient Evo 4, channel number one. My gain is set at around 95%, because, you know, SM7B things, gain hungry and all that all that stuff. I don't use any cloud lifters. I do have a dynamite, but I don't use it. I think it colors my sound, and I don't like that. So here is the SM7B, and you've been hearing this raw. Of course, the SM7B comes with the windscreen on, so I haven't removed it. It's as it is. So this is how the SM7B is sounding. And now let's jump back to Q2U, conclude this episode, and say goodbye. Okay, my god, what a ride this has been. And I'm back on the Q2U, connected via XLR to my Audient Evo 4. You will probably be thinking that why is he using the microphone in XLR when it's a USB microphone primarily? Well, let me tell you something. What I believe is that an XLR connection is a superior connection than the USB connection. I have no problems using USB. In fact, in just a while, I will not be including that in this episode, but I would be testing out the Q2U with the iPad. I'll probably post it on my Discord or somewhere so that people can hear that, those who are interested, and I won't make this, this episode any longer. So here is the Q2U via XLR, three inches away from my mouth, pointed to the corner of my mouth. And again, this will be unprocessed. This will be raw. You can hear all the background noise, if you may. You can hear all the sounds, all the noises, all the hiss, everything. You know, you can you can hear it for yourself, so you can judge the quality of sound of this microphone. For 60 bucks, I got this microphone for 60 bucks, and what I got is the entire podcasting kit. So for 60 bucks, it's a very, very lucrative deal. And I just couldn't stop myself, and I jumped on it. So yeah, here is the Q2U, and I would be testing out this microphone for quite a few days to come. So I hope all of you are doing good in your lives, are having a fantastic, fantastic journey. I hope you're learning, you're becoming wiser by the day. And... Um, what I wish for you always is to be healthy, happy, wealthy, and wise. So I'll wish that this time too. So I shall see you in the next episode of Atox Mics. And until then, keep recording. Take care.